Hey guys, this is Sheba again and I'm back with another interesting episode of Fit Talk and I have here with me Smita Murthy from Bangalore. Um, why do I have her? She is a writer, she's an author, she's the co-founder of a travel and content startup and more importantly, she is a happiness coach. Yes, you heard me right. She is a happiness coach. So she helps people rediscover themselves and also embrace themselves, uh, helps them lead a happy life. So now this is crucial for us right now because with the kind of things that's happening around us, we do need to understand uh, what is real happiness and how to manage the situation that's around us. So let's hear it from Smita. What we're going to talk about is generally about the scenario outside of us and how that affects us inside. So there are a lot of topics about physical health uh, and there are a lot of topics that cover even mental health, but we're just going to talk about how to cope with the, basically what's happening around us. How do we cope with our own selves during this situation? So I'm going to let Smita talk to us about what she thinks about uh, people finding this isolation crazy. They don't feel like staying with their family and they just want to like run away to their jobs. Just, we want her to throw some light on this situation. Hi, Smita. So happy to have you here. Uh, hi, Shiva. It's been a pleasure to, to be here. I never knew you had this uh, podcast, so I'm happy to be a part of it. <laughs> so now you know. <laughs> yes. Now so know. tell us, Smith, uh, um, about how do we do this? Uh, well, I would probably say the first question actually is not about how we cope as much as how we can actually manage to uh, piece together uh, changes in our life. So the first thing I've, I think people are struggling with right now is just coping with the sheer magnitude of the change itself. And uh, that's predominantly something that we struggle with, not just in this situation, but any time in life. We find that something unsettles us, something that's not part of our routine. The first thing we, we end up doing is resisting that change. So that's something that causes us a lot of distress. The people who come to me always end up asking me how, you know, how, how do we exactly be happy? And the problem is that we think that when I get this job, when I get the promotion, when my boss praises me or when, when I reach, uh, as per your uh, fitness world, when I reach 50 kgs or 40 kgs or when I'm probably at you know my ideal waist size or when I get married, we think that that's, that there's a when to happiness and uh, unfortunately uh-huh. it doesn't. The key thing to happiness is to just find what I would say resilience. And we are capable of finding that resilience even in the toughest of times. That's what I think this can teach us. This is a once in a lifetime, once in a generation situation. It's not something that's going to happen every day. But what happens every day is change. And the first thing to do right. is to stop resisting this, stop trying to get back into the world that, that we think exists. So we need to say that, okay, sometimes uh-huh. change, a lot of things have changed. How best can I embrace this? So that's the first question we got to ask this rather than say, how can I cope? A cope, I think, implies that, you know, there is something that is lacking in you and therefore you need to get out there and do it. I would probably say this lacking mm-hmm. in any of us. All we are trying to do is figure out how best we can use the resources and skill sets that we already have to manage ourselves in this situation. To me, that is mm-hmm. to know that you have the tools to handle this. I mean, everybody has this. It's not something that 
unique. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's uh, available only to celebrities. These are tools which are available in all groups. So, first step is to recognize that. Be aware of the fact that we can handle this, rather than just get overwhelmed with everything that's going around. Hmm. I think it's also the news that we hear, and the like you mentioned earlier, the numbers that we hear constantly, and uh, people don't like to be with themselves suddenly. You know, it's not like uh, people have families around them, but the sudden thought of isolation kind of scares everybody, and then everybody is like really worried about about how to uh, even manage time with themselves. That's true. So then, what do they fear? A couple of things that probably say the first step is to just limit your news. Uh, I think we end up kind of consuming a lot of content during this period. So the first thing I would recommend everybody, strange as it sounds, is that we limit the use of uh, of content that we are using. Limit the time that we are spending on social media, constantly scanning for the latest updates in the number of cases. That can be overwhelming when you see uh, news which is negative. And right now, it looks like the news is negative, but there's also a lot of positivity out there. And I would probably consider focusing on the number of cases that are uh, being reported every day, focusing on the number of recoveries. As I told you, uh, for the yes, right, there are a hundred thousand cases that have recovered. So I think that's the that's right, yeah. Focus on, and I would probably say just check the news once a day. I think that's more than enough. Be informed, but you don't have to be constantly scanning news every hour, wondering okay, where, where, what's happening in Tamil Nadu, what's happening in Kerala, how many cases, how many deaths. This is not the kind of news that can help us. So. Utilize sparingly, yeah. and as for being in isolation, I'll probably say uh, there's one small thing that we can do, which is to just say we can reframe the situation. Uh, a lot of us don't want to, we don't like being cooped up, as I said, and we are struggling with connection. But I'll probably say if we can just uh, reframe this and say that okay, I, I do have time to spend with myself, I do have time to spend with my family, I do have time to spend with people I love. Uh, in a meaningful way, uh, there are things that we can always do to cope with the with the trauma of this being cut off from a lot of things that we used to. And that's the goes back to the question I told you about that we resist change when we end. We are always going to be unhappy. When we end with it, we are going to be slightly happier. Yeah. But um, are there anything specific that people can do? Like I I asked you if like the deep breathing helps. Uh, because some of them are kind of clueless, and like initial the first initial days, even I was like really overwhelmed because the situation was something very alien to us. I mean, we've only seen all this in movies. So imagine a virus is around, you can't go out. There's a lockdown. There was a lot of things. So I I tried this breathing technique, and it kind of helped me to just calm down and to kind of gather myself. So. Can you give us some tips as to how do you, you know, uh, looking for happiness and finding happiness and all is like a process. And right now, people are all, I don't know. I think some of them are doing really well because they're helping their wives cook, and um, you know, children are uh, helping their moms cook. Everybody's playing games together. All that is really fine. While we also have people who are clueless as to how to do this to themselves. So. Can you give us like three tips as to how to gather themselves during this situation? Ah, uh, probably the first thing that you yourself suggested is pretty good. Ah, uh, meditation is always good. Yeah. And a lot of people somehow just get uh, scared when they say meditation because they think, oh no, I can't sit sit for you know for that length of time. I can't really focus on anything. Ah, uh, but uh, when I say meditation, I'm only referring to just just. Being in any place that you want to, in any position that you want to, but just you don't have to focus on anything. Just have to observe. Just be mindful, and that mindfulness, mm. in any way, 
whether you go gardening whether you just you know on a stationary bike in your apartment or probably it's just given to this present moment and it takes time it takes time mm-hmm. to connect to our breath but uh, the simplest exercise when you do feel overwhelmed and you feel like you're extremely anxious but for the future is going to hold is to recognize that you do not have control because you really mm. are in a position where we cannot predict anything tomorrow so to recognize let go of that need to control every single aspect of our life and then to just take a few deep breaths what i would suggest is one thing it's called as diaphragm breathing where you breathe deeply through your mm. uh, abdomen not your chest and you know you follow a pattern of what's called the 457 breathing that is you breathe for about four counts breathe in inhale hold your breath for about the uh, five counts that's the five and then exhale okay. for seven hmm. seconds seven so okay so four five seven method every time you feel like you're just uh getting too anxious when you're reading the news that's the first thing that i would tell you meditation the four five seven method and there's also okay. uh, something which i would highly recommend is practice of uh, you know journaling or even if you want to call it journaling okay. just take a take a piece of paper uh pen and just uh follow your your thoughts for about 20 minutes just write whatever you feel like on a piece of paper technically it's called expressive writing it's just let it all out on a piece of paper and then once you're done just take one final glance at it and just recognize that these are just your thoughts it's hard to separate thoughts from reality but that's what so recognize right. that these are your thoughts just kind of crumple it up tear it into pieces and throw it in a dustbin and get out and Yeah, but seeing it on paper also kind of makes it a little bit, you know, uh, it kind of gives it a shape and form, and then you realize these thoughts are not necessary Actually, yeah, sometimes. Actually, yeah, realize it's on paper. Yeah, you, you you kind of can mentally tell yourself it's not in my head anymore. You know, <laughs> got it off my head, and right. now you know I'm no longer going to obsess about it. One of the problems we usually have mm. is something shakes us up, so that we tend to ruminate obsessively over something in the past. We kind of go back and forth, you know, thinking, "See, this should have happened. I should have done this. Why did I start my business now? What am I going to do now?" <laughs> <laughs> so, it's tell me about it. Okay. <laughs> For that, I'll probably say just write it all down. Every single thing you practice it. Yeah. That's a very good, uh, very good yeah, thing to do. At least once a day, along with the four, five, seven breathing techniques that I told you about, and the meditation, of course, just just be aware of what mm. you have. And uh, probably since the last thing I say is to just uh, embrace a little bit of gratitude. Uh, for this too, I would suggest keep aside maybe an app if you have uh, uh, something on your smartphone, or whether I would prefer just a notebook mm-hmm. and write down a few key things that you are really grateful for, despite all the madness around us. It's funny, sounds a bit cliche, mm. sounds a bit corny, but that really helps when we kind of are grateful because. No, it makes a lot of sense now because uh, while all of us are complaining about you know. Oh, we're running to buy more stocks and things, and there are people who are away from families, who are locked out, who have no money. The daily wage earners. There's so many things that we can be thankful for. So I don't think, uh, like, like you say, it's good to be grateful for what yeah, we have. Can we not even do yeah. a point of comparison? Like you don't even have to compare yourself to what you're feeling right now. Right. Or probably say gratitude can be anything. You just woke up and you saw the sun shining, and you could just have a TV that's working. Mm. Maybe you have a wardrobe that's full of clothes. Just nail down any of these yeah. things that you already have, and I believe that 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 power of knowing that you have so much already can. Make a positive shift in anxiety that we are feeling. Yeah, that's a very good point, Smith. Smith, instead of like you know saying because all the while 
people whom i spoken to have always said oh there are so many people suffering we're so glad we have at least this much but that's still comparing like you said we have our basic things like like you said just waking up and just looking around to see what you have like a bed to sleep on and a cupboard to have your clothes and is is quite a blessing i, I challenge everybody in fact it's very hard to go uh, for even one thing and do without finding at least three new things to break you for that day you know it might sound like you get yeah, i agree yeah for i mean for me sometimes i just extend it to anything i have a nice towel i mean that some that's something i'm really good for and you know i yeah Well, that's very very nice uh, smitha to appreciate what you already have instead of worrying about what you don't have and what you might need and you know all those things is is like oh, it crowds your brain with things that that are not Absolutely. necessary at all you know that mental space in our head is something that that we really need to look at and just kind of just put things that you only can take uh that goes with everything else that probably so so let go of the past mostly and just try and yeah. think foster new connections when i say new connections and everything let go of the judges that you had against somebody just see if you can really be grateful for this moment where you're connected to is something that probably greater than yeah. ever we thought we all can control yeah and we can find a, a lot of things to do around this time because it's not like we have a dearth for dearth of information there's so much that we can do we can read we can learn a new thing we can sign up for a course there are so many things that we can do in this phase which you know which may last shorter or longer whatever it be we have so many things to do you can revive your old habit i mean your uh, uh, whatever hobby that you had you can do so many things so i mean the moment you take your mind off bad thoughts obviously you will start to nurture Absolutely, good yeah, thoughts that's, also that's, that's what i told you is the path that i think is the route yeah. for me so the minute you start feeling upset about something and this i do suggest uh, to people a lot when i try to tell them every time i have a negative thought about something for example people are like am i going to get my salary next month oh my god i don't know what i'm going to do how am i going to get my salary that's not something that is really going to be productive to you So probably say every time you get into a negative frame of mind, you think, "Oh my, oh this is not going to end. It's going to be years before this ends." People are predicting 700 million deaths. When you start thinking of situations like that, and probably say, "Think and immediately replace it with something that is positive." And when I say that, people say, "I don't have anything positive." Hmm. But I, I do like to tell people that we all have something to be positive about. Feel yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, what's happening that is positive right now? I would probably say then just go back into the past. Think of a memory that made you happy. Think of something you know in the past. Maybe you went on a fantastic uh, trip somewhere. Maybe you you had a fantastic birthday party. Think of that. Immediately just surround yourself with a memory of that, and you will start to kind of replace the negative thought or the negative feeling that you have with something which is nice. And the more you surround yourself mm. with probably good thoughts, you do realize that we are making mistakes in our own consciousness, and we start anticipating good things. Right now, we're only anticipating the bad. Probably bad, yeah. Looking forward to life again, I would probably say that yes, we have a lot of things to look forward to. Yeah, that's really a very good perspective to this entire issue. So, but that's really nice because you put a whole lot of things in a crux for us. I mean, putting everything in three points is really tough, but you did it so nicely for us. And it's really nice from what you said. I really love that happiness is not something that is goal oriented, where you think only only after you reach a certain goal you're happy. It's just the process, and you need to enjoy the process, especially at a moment like this when the things are not in your control. I think it's the best thing is to just enjoy the process, enjoy who you are. Maybe you can even rediscover who you were and you can...